Hey, what's up, everyone, and welcome to my three takeaways. The goal of this podcast is to provide you with tools, tips, and inspiration to live your best life and be your best you. But it takes more than simply being motivated. It takes action. It means taking what you learn from others and finding a way to implement it into your own life. I want to help you navigate through these specific action steps and these specific takeaways because my goal is progress. I want to help you move the needle forward every single day closer and closer to the best version of yourself. Let's go to work. Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome to my three takeaways episode from the Stephen M. R. Covey interview this past Monday. I mean, this might have been my favorite interview that I've ever done. I feel like the passion that Stephen M. R. Covey had for the topic that he has kind of devoted his life to is second to none. Like he wrote this book back in 2006. So obviously before 2006, he had been studying this for years and years and years to be able to write the book. And now he's almost almost just increased passion for the topic ever since. And he just came out with a new, um, a newer edition of Speed of Trust. So make sure if you guys have not read The Speed of Trust before, first of all, first off, you're missing out. And then go to speedoftrust.com, get an issue, get an issue of the uh, original copy and of the new copy. Um, it is invaluable material in there. Um, and Stephen M. R. Combe is just an amazing person. So make sure you connect with him on Twitter, um, see what he's up to, and make sure you check out Franklin Covey's website as well uh, to learn more about him and to just see what all Franklin Covey is up to and how amazing their company really is and everything like that. Make sure if you guys enjoyed the interview with Stephen M. R. Covey that you rate and review it. Uh, remember, I'm doing a podcast giveaway right now that if you rate and review the show, if you subscribe to the podcast and you follow me on Instagram at carrier underscore best you, you enter yourself uh, for a chance to win a $50 Visa gift card, one best you coffee mug, and two best you pens. And if you just go to nickcarrier.com slash giveaway, you can enter real easily. Again, nickcarrier.com slash giveaway. But for now, let's get right into my three takeaways, guys. Number one is make, keep, repeat. I loved it when he said this, he was talking about in terms of kind of building trust with yourself by following through with your commitments and following through with the promises that you make to yourself. This is probably the thing that I'm, the topic that I'm most passionate about, almost like in my entire life, following through with the promises that you make to yourself. Because he talked about how that's the number one behavior that you can build trust with others first to follow through the commitments and the promises that you make to others. But then that's also how you build trust within yourself by following through with those commitments that you make to yourself. And for him, he was like, it's a matter of integrity for him. I was like, how do you actually hold yourself accountable to following through with those things? And he says, first off, you think of it as a matter of integrity, as a matter of personal integrity. If you hold it that important and you really see it as a commitment, you see it as a promise, then you're much more likely to hold yourself accountable to actually following through with those things. Now, another thing I want to add on top of this is that small commitments translate to the bigger things. So don't underestimate the power of a small commitment to making your bed, to brushing your teeth, to drinking a glass of water in the morning, to working out in the morning, whatever it is, to not pressing snooze on the alarm. Those small commitments, all they do is steamroll themselves over time and they snowball themselves and follow through to the bigger things. So if you're looking to make an impact in your life, I know you think you need to make a huge change, but start small, start following through with the small commitments that you make to yourself and it will translate and steamroll itself into bigger things and really translate into that big, big impact over time. My second takeaway is the monetary value of trust. And really this is my second takeaway because I think it's something that we don't really think about when we think about trust. We think of it, like he says, as a soft topic and as a thing that's kind of nice to have and nice to build with other people. But he's talked about how it's super hard-edged with businesses and with different people and relationships that 
you need to put a mo- there's a monetary value on it and we need to realize that because once we see the monetary value of it sometimes that's what it takes for people to motivate themselves to increase their trust and he talks about how um, it's monetary in the sense of turnover like if people don't feel trusted in their job if they don't feel like they're contributing if they don't feel trusted by their boss then they're much more likely to feel like they're not they don't have as much responsibility as they want, and so they're going to move. And so turnover in and of itself is super expensive for companies to have to bring in new people, go through training, and all that entire process. And then also, there's people who who don't feel trusted, who still stay in their job. And I really love the the phrase that he used. There are people who are who have quit, but they're still there. And I think all of us have either been in that situation where we've been there, but we've kind of already quit, or we know people who have been in that situation. It's basically where we don't feel like we're contributing or we're having the ability to contribute as much. We don't feel like we have as much responsibility to do everything that we're capable of doing. So we've kind of check out in a sense, and we're kind of just going through the motions. So the monetary value of trust is one for businesses because turnover uh, is really expensive. And two, because there are people who are currently working in that job that you're paying but they've already mentally quit and they've mentally checked out. The third one is declare your intent. And I think this one was really important because it makes people know, it makes people have an expectation, a clear expectation for why you're doing what you're doing. And it gives them, it shows them the reason for what you're actually doing. Um, It also takes getting vulnerable in order to, to declare your intent. Like it's not easy to say, I'm doing this because of a specific reason. Because sometimes for whatever reason we're, we're ashamed of whatever that particular reason is. So sometimes it can be a little bit vulnerable in order to do that. And it, and it is uncomfortable, but it's really important in order to build trust with other people. Like think about it. If you declare your intent, if you tell people why you're doing a particular thing, then they can completely trust like your motive behind it if it is a good motive, right? Um, so make sure it, it really allows to make sure that there's no hidden agenda and that they can truly trust you and truly trust that you're honest, your honesty and that you're coming from a good place. And then I wanted to add something, a little bonus right here because I really think it was really important for me to hear and it was probably really important for some of you guys to hear as well. Talking about kind of three keys in order to figure out what you should be doing in this world in, t- in terms of kind of your profession and in, and in your mission. One is you have to ask yourself, what am I really good at? Number two is what am I passionate about? Number three is what drives the economic engine? Because if there's no economic engine, then there's no mission and you can't drive that mission forward. And then that fourth one, the bonus kind of one that his father added on to it is what do I feel called to do? And guys, these are huge questions. These aren't questions that you can answer overnight. They're not questions that you can answer and write down right away. These are kind of like lifelong questions. But if you use those questions to help direct yourself and help you gain a little bit more clarity, then those are the things that you need to constantly be thinking about to make sure that you're heading in the right direction. So again, guys, my three takeaways. Number one is make, keep, repeat. In order to build honesty or in order to build trust with others and yourself, it's about making commitments, making promises, and actually following through with them and make sure we start small and those things will have a snowball effect and translate into bigger things. Number two is the monetary value of trust because for businesses, turnover is super expensive. And number two, the people um, who, there are people who have quit and mentally checked out, but they're still there and they're still costing you money. Number three is declare your intent because if you declare your intent, if you set the expectation of why you're doing a particular thing, then other people see how much honesty that you have and they trust you that much more after laying that expectation out. And then my bonus was the three keys or the things, the questions that you need to be thinking about in order to determine if you're on the right, if you're on the right mission and if you have the right direction is what am I really good at? What am I passionate about? What drives the economic engine? And then the bonus that his dad uh, added on, what do I feel called to do? So I hope you guys enjoyed these three takeaways. I hope 
some of them rang true with you and you might be able to implement them now into your daily life. Again, if you, uh, I would really love it if you guys lived a rating and review. And I really want to hear uh, what people's takeaways are um, from some of these guests. So, because every single week I go back and listen to them and I come out with my three takeaways and what really rings true for me and what impacted me the most during the interview. But I'm really interested in what you guys feel impacted you the most because that helps me determine who I can bring on and who brings the most valuable for value to you um, and everything like that. And it kind of can give me some sort of direction in terms of the questions that I should be asking because I ask questions that I want to know and that I feel like you will be valuable to you. But the only way I truly know is if you guys um, let me know kind of what rings true most for you. So I hope something here on these three takeaways helps you get a little bit closer and closer to your best you.